Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we're here with the word of the Lord to help encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I count it a blessing to be here with all of you on this episode number 105 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, our 100 podcast celebration continues. So we're going to get back into our conversation. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Courages You is coming to you with treasures, your heart, debt, and work ethics. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, BCU family. So let me give you a backdrop as to what was going on in this particular uh, podcast episode. So we are in segment six of our 100 BCU podcast celebration. So we've broken up uh, the questions that you all have uh, sent in into uh, different segments. And we're just not answering your questions. We're actually having some detailed discussions as the Lord leads us. So in our last podcast episode, we were talking through the dispensation of promise. And we were talking about those promises and who they were meant for. And that led us into a conversation around our hearts and where our treasures are. And the Lord warns us about that in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21, that we are not to lay up our treasures on earth where they can be destroyed and stolen. Rather, we should lay them up in heaven where they are safe, because where our treasure is, our hearts will be also. So what you're about to hear is the conversation between Jewel and I just naturally picking up where we left off. And we're going to start with talking about the heart and uh, if we have our treasures in the wrong place, how they can really uh, get us out of line with God. So without further ado, here is our conversation. Take a listen. You know, I agree with you um, and and with our treasures being in heaven. And I, I think that you had said a lot of it is cultural. Yeah. And we are raised, some of us were raised, you know, you need to 
to have this kind of home and you need to be driving this kind of car and you need to have this kind of job. And you know, again, you know, in this world, we have to have a place to live and something to drive and all of that sort of thing. And uh, we sometimes get in over our heads where that's our focus over Christ and that becomes our God. Mm. It's, it's an idol. And we think of an idol sometimes as this little tiki statue that, that we worship. But if we're chasing after the, the riches of the world over God, that, that, that is our God with a small g. And, uh, and, and to your point, it can go at any time. It, you know, natural disasters, some, uh, 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 Thief comes in, and anything can happen. Anything can happen. So we just, we don't want to put anything above God. Amen. That's, and that's all there is to that. Too, we, we can bind ourselves in the process of trying to attain more than what we need mm-hmm. or more than what our means allow. Because everybody has different means. Some people have much. Some people have little. And even with that much, those people who have much are able to bless the ministries of God and work in different areas and affect different things. So when God gives you much, he requires much. Mm-hmm. So when we start to try to attain more than what God has, that we have need of, we can bind ourselves up loans. And the Bible speaks against getting into too much debt. Mm-hmm. You're a slave. The debtor is your master. And so when the more debt you accumulate, the more bondage you put on yourself. And then you open up the door for stress. You open up the door for sin because I'm going to, I may need to do something illegal or something under the, you know, under the, under the radar to get rid of this or take care of that. We open ourselves up to so much when we start, like you said, to start worshiping that idol, Mm -hmm. that idolatry of things, that idolatry of stuff. And we start binding ourselves up in um, and, and getting into temptation, trying to amass stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a scary thought, that I'm going to bind myself up trying to get something that I think is owed to me. If it's owed to you, it'll be given. If God has it for you, it will be given. Mm-hmm. But what are his steps to get to it versus the world's steps? And, and, you know, as you're talking, you know, I thought about uh, someone that I was acquainted with uh, a number of years ago and with the with being bound. It was a situation with this particular person that when they grew up, it was um, I think they were in a single parent home and uh, mom didn't have much. And this person had grown up and the Lord had blessed them to, you know, get a, a fantastic job, got their education, got a job. And while they were filled with the Holy Ghost, there was that fear of losing money. Mm. That fear of going back to, you know, when I was 10 years old and, you know, we could only, you know, eat whatever it was to the point and, and we know that fear doesn't come from the, from the Lord because perfect love casts out fear to the point where there was a, a bit of, of stinginess, if you will, and a propensity to work rather than go to worship service. Well, I, I got to get some work done rather than going uh, you know, to service. And I remember saying to the person, wow. you know, you may come out better 
if you just went on and went to service and then, you know, finished up your work when you get home. And the individual didn't quite see it that way. So, you know, and it's those areas where the enemy creeps in. As that, that small fox that, that just really destroys the vine. And this person, it wasn't a, a, like a retail situation where, you know, you had to work. This person was an executive and just felt like, listen, you know, I, if I don't get this work done, it's not going to get done. And would be working all hours of the night and all this other sort of thing. And just, I... I to the detriment, I think, of their health and just so many other things, as you said, the stress that that comes with trying to hoard, if you will, what God will give you and provide for you if you just trust what he says and work when he says and do what he says. Amen. I mean, how many of us, you know, I worked in corporate America for a number of years. When you pass on, they'll have some nice words. They may send you a card. But there will be somebody in your seat before the week or even month is out. Mm-hmm. You, you know, we can, we work, but we work as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. And everything that we do and everything that, um, even in our secular jobs, we still work as unto the Lord. Because the people of this world, they don't care. Mm-mm. They don't care about how much you did and sometimes we can get caught up and again fall into sin because then pride comes in why am I not being recognized why am I not getting credit for having done x y and z and God said well, I thought I told you the workers unto me who cares what they did mm-hmm. did Joseph mm-hmm. go around with a, with a notepad saying why well, I I ain't <laughs> tell the kid your dream your dream and your dream so pay up you know what mm-hmm. I mean like I should have been at Potter's first house. Why am I in prison? Mm-hmm. But he served faithfully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even in prison. He did. He did. And and I have to tell you all, BCU family, that Jewel brought that out beautifully last year uh, in a podcast series that we did. So I have to make a note to be sure to link that to the show notes. She's over here shaking her head like, oh, goodness. She beautifully brought out, you know, the story of Joseph and how faithful he was when he was done wrong if you will and and more than one time because he was forgotten about you know his brothers and then you know Potiphar's wife and you know her little fresh self and then you <laughs> and then you know he was forgotten in prison another couple of years and and he had an opportunity really to be bitter and angry and to mistreat his his brothers who had sold him in the first place he had every right you said the word bitterness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bitterness. Because that is the bitterness is dangerous. And it, he had Joseph had every right to be mm-hmm, bitter. Mm-hmm. Every right. Yes. And and bitter does not always it no, it never makes you better. And it never makes things better. So it's 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 better for us to surrender the bitter to God. <laughs> <laughs> We need to surrender that thing and, you know, and and continue to serve whether or not we are recognized because uh, you're right. God keeps very accurate records and nothing that we do uh, goes unnoticed by him, whether it is something that uh, pleases him or not. So we really just want to concentrate on doing what we're supposed to do for, you know, God's glory. So that when our account is called up, you know, he can say, well done. 
thou good and faithful servant. So if we keep that in mind as we're doing what we're supposed to do, uh, that that's going to help us to, to work knowing that we will be rewarded. And I believe it's Colossians 3, 23, 24 that, you know, uh, backs up what you said around God being the rewarder. Well, you know, men give awards, but God rewards, and that's a lot different. And, and so going back to that dispensation of how Abraham's promises were for Abraham, mm-hmm. why try to dig up promises that aren't yours when God has so much more? Mm. God has so much more. He's so much bigger than just what he told Abraham. So instead of relying on only Abraham's promises, now we can lean on what he did for Abraham. Mm-hmm. You know, Lord, I know you can bring me through because you brought Abraham through. Mm-hmm. You would bless him in this way. You bless him in that way. But I know you are a sovereign God. I know. So that's, we're not saying don't look at what Abraham did and eclipse from it. You, we're not telling you not to lean on mm-hmm. the lessons of the patriarchs. But don't expect to become the sand of the sea. You got enough hope. <laughs> in this world, the earth has been completely repopulated. Don't worry. Six billion and counting. I think we're seven billion already. I think we crossed that mark. We got some people. So don't go out there trying to replenish the earth. It doesn't need it. Amen? Amen. Amen said that. And he said, okay, you got to do what the Lord says and be fruitful and multiply. I said, he was talking to no one. <laughs> We need to have Jesus down on the inside. And, you know, I try to say this every podcast, you know, Acts 2.38, you know, repentance in the uh, and baptism in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And then the scriptures promise that you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And the, the Holy Ghost, Jesus is, he's a clarifier and he will let you know what applies to you and, and how you should view this and how you should understand that so you know as you have that and the Lord will will get you to you know a, a place in the body of Christ a church that teaches the word rightly divided so that you know you know what what's for you what is for your knowledge 
mm-hmm. and, and what promises, you know, are specifically, you know, for, you know, the body of Christ. So, you know, we, we want to be sure that we're not leaning to our own understanding when it comes to, you know, what the scriptures say. So, you know, for those that might be struggling at this point and not in a place where you've got some good teaching, you know, I'm certainly God sees that and he knows your heart, your hunger and your thirst. And I can guarantee that if you are seeking God with your whole heart, that he's going to get you to a place where you're going to be able to uh, be in a study where the word is taught properly. And I'll tell you that it's not popular, yet it's right. And and that's what we want to get away from what's popular and, and be sure that we're doing what God says in the right way. Um, someone said to me that, you know, being... Pentecostal or apostolic was too strict and I said no it's straight that's what it is it's straight and this is how we want to be sure that we are you know doing the word of God justice by doing and and dividing it the way that he wants us to rather than just slicing and dicing and julianning and pulling out things that don't pertain to us in this day that takes us back to the few, right? Come on in here now. Come on. The gate is wide. Yes, it is. is <laughs> That's right. That's right. It starts and that's the new American Standard Bible version. But, you know, what everybody else is doing is not always the best thing. Now, if everybody else is praying, then yes, please pray. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> everybody else is telling you, oh, it don't take all that. It don't take all it takes that and more. When you start to grow closer to the Lord and start to seek Him, He will direct you and your thirst will ignite and He will you will want more of Him. Mm-hmm. And why not obey? He has everything written out there. We just have to follow it. He mm-hmm. has all the directions written down. We just need to follow it. And God, um, even in your dry places, you may not be able to get to some place that can break the word down. The Lord can break it down mm. to you. You can open your understanding. So if you earnestly want the Lord to tell you what it's worth, ask Him. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have not because you have not. You ask the Lord earnestly to show you which way you should go. But honey, that's you. You took me back to that view. Wide is the gate and broad is the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that leads to destruction and many there be which go in there at. So we like to tell people, stay in the few. <laughs> That's right. Follow God. It's not always a popular notion to do what um, God has called you to do, but it is your life depends on it. Mm-hmm. Your life and your after life depends on it. And you know, I'm going to end the segment with this. You are so right. Oh my goodness. I thought about that today. I think it was. What we do here determines where we're going to live later on. And I think that, I, I don't know that we, and I think it was was Tori that said this, like, uh, scopes ago, that we don't value our souls. We don't think about, you know, we've got, when we leave out of here, our bodies leave out of here, our soul has got to go one place or the other. Well. And, and what we do on this earth determines, you know, what our final resting place is. Amen. And we want to be sure with God's grace that we are doing everything we can with his help to do what he says to do because one, it, it may be too late. And we talked about time and 
you know, you get something happens and, 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 you know, you start getting older and not able to do things and you're trying to make up for all this lost time. Let's do what we can while we have the time to do it. Amen. While we're functional and able to do it so that, you know, God is glorified and that, that we ensure, you know, our place in heaven. He, he wants us to have it. It's up to us to do what he says and it takes that yielding. We've got to yield to him completely. Is it always easy? No. No, ma'am. Is it pleasant? No. Does it feel good to the flesh? No. But if I think about eternally, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do this because this has to do with eternity. <laughs> but you know what? This life is hard. So <laughs> yes. walk with him and without him. I know. That's right. If you're walking with God or if you're not walking with God, life is hard. Amen, amen, amen. Jewel made an excellent point at the end of our conversation in saying that life is indeed difficult. And BCU family, I am here to tell you from experience that it is so much better to have Jesus Christ down on the inside when you're going through your situations. Uh, Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5 reminds us that God says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. We've got that promise. So having God in our lives, having Jesus Christ live down on the inside does not mean that we will not have sickness, sorrow, uh, different things that occur in our lives that we would prefer that they not happen. There are things that are going to happen to us definitely. And looking at it from the point of view that Christ gives us, we know that they are for a reason and for a season. And knowing that and having him to comfort and lead and guide us, uh, it really does make a difference. So if you don't know Christ for yourself, please call out to him and get to know him. Contact us. Contact us. Send me an email at blend at blendcouragesyou.com. And let's talk about your relationship with Christ and how you can get to know him. And if you do know him, Hang on in there, BCU family. I know that some of us are going through some really tough seasons right now in our lives, but just know that what the Lord has for you is on the other side of that tough season. And uh, with him, we can make it. Amen? Amen. So this is Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com getting ready to sign off. Thank you so much for being a part of our podcast. And Lord will, until the next time we're together, may our amazing God continue to bless you, keep you, strengthen you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you stay on the walk.